Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gina. And I'm Nicole. And today we are dishing out a Q&A and a look at our 2022 wellness goals. But first, it's been quite literally forever. What's new, Nicole? Uh, well, I generally sound terrible in the mornings. I think I sound extra terrible because I've COVID. Oh. Um, yeah, finally got the vid. Um, it's ironically, do you know, literally one year from my first vaccine, my first shot to the day. Oh, vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. I got COVID. Um, which, you know, I don't let's well, we don't need to get into like vaccines and all of that. I've already been around and around with some of my friends who are against the vaccine. But my symptoms, I haven't felt super in a couple months, like just low level, just congestion, cough, that kind of stuff. Uh And then last week I was like, "Eh, I'm doing my screening for work. And it's like, oh, you have mild symptoms. You're good to go to work. And I'm like, I don't know. Like today's a little different. I just, it feels like I'm not like, you know, I'm going to work. Like I, you're, the screening told me to go to work. All good. Going to work. But I think I should call and request a COVID test. So I did. Went to have it done in my building, got the results back, and it was positive. I'm like, promptly leave work, go home. And I have not left the house since. So it has been Ugh. days and days since Ugh. I left the house. Um, but the extent of my uh, COVID illness was basically not working out one day. I mean, oh. it's, yeah. I had a little bit of a headache, a little bit of cough, a little congestion. I mean, it was fine. It was totally mm-hmm. fine. Um and so I think that speaks volumes to the vaccine and the booster and all of that. So I am very glad mm-hmm. to be vaccinated. And it was actually Mark, I think, who who gave it to me. <laughs> I think he brought mm-hmm. it home from work. Mm-hmm. He actually tested positive the day after Christmas. Uh, and we promptly, oh no, yeah, well, we couldn't get a test the day after Christmas. You know, the whole world is dealing with all of this. But mm-hmm. um, when by the time we got to his parents, uh, we think that he had passed it along to uh, my brother and his mom. Anyway, a couple people <laughs> came down with COVID and I thought the girls and I had escaped unscathed. Um, <clears throat> no such luck. So anyway, we had we had our COVID fun. The girls were scheduled for vaccines, but because of all of this, they have to be postponed because of the exposure. And but, you know, all this to say the holidays were wonderful. And I have just a funny Christmas gift story. Um, okay. I think I've told you that I'm really bad at giving gifts. Um, it's af- <laughs> actually laughable. And so if I ever have a good gift idea for somebody, I get really, really excited. And so um, I had gone shopping. I had taken a day off work, gone shopping with a girlfriend in South Bend, like earlier in December. And we don't live anywhere near Costco. But I was like, okay, Costco is something that Mark enjoys. Like maybe if we had a membership, I would, you know, he would use it more. So I get him a membership for Christmas. I have like my card made, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to wrap that. And then I thought of a couple other gifts. I got him like a hockey equipment drying rack because he just throws all of his equipment in our storage room, like all over the floor. And then, yeah, gross. And like a death trap if I need to go in there, which is like where the toilet paper is stored and, you know, all that. So I got him this little like cool drying rack and then he needs dress clothes. Like everything he wears is like a shade of like a body fluid. I'm like, what about like a blue or a gray? Or I don't know. Could we not wear like 
poop colored everything and tan. And he just looks like an old man when he goes to work. I'm like, okay, we're going to spruce it up. Uh, so I got him the pants. I did good on the pants. The shirts, I ordered the wrong size. So I failed there. So he's opening up his Christmas gifts and he's like, oh, thank you for the Costco gift card. He's like, you know, I asked my sister just to buy me a gift card and then you don't need a membership. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks for bashing my good gift idea. And he's like, oh, these shirts are the wrong size. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, I thought I had done so well. I think there was one other thing I got him. It must it wasn't memorable, but I was oh a bottle of tequila because we anyway, there was a joke that goes along with it. But I was like pretty happy with my gift selection. So we're like done opening gifts and he goes to get an envelope from somewhere in the house, comes back and gives it to me. I open it up. Gina, it's a freaking trip to Bora Bora. (laughs) I am not who I suck. Don't even. Yeah. Like mic drop. That's it. I mean. I'm so okay. Just accept it. Just accept that our men are better gift givers because I had a similar situation. Now, I didn't get a trip to Bora Bora, but Nick just spends so much money on me. I mean, he bought me. He went out and got this personal that personal shopper that I love to buy me like a a a a session of of her shopping for me of, you know, multiple outfits. And I'm just like, what? And, and, and then that wasn't it. Gift cards to my favorite place where I get my hair done. And I mean, he just went, he, he spends all this money and I'm like, here's your new North face jacket that was on sale. 50% off. <laughs> Thank you. Kohl's. You so. spent Kohl's cash too. <laughs> yeah. Which by the way, was also not the right size apparently. So oh, I, no. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even care anymore. I've just, I've given up. I, yeah, that's, I just, I accept it. Honestly. Is gifts one of Nick's love languages? No, it's not. It's well, okay. If you look at the opposite way, I think that gift giving, I've told you this before, his whole family, that's how they show yeah. love is, is yeah. gift giving. It is not my love language. And I'm trying to get him to understand that. Now I will accept that. I will accept the gifts. I gladly accept gifts at any time. Um, especially because he does a really good job at gift giving. I, I always love everything he gives me, literally everything. Um, but that is not my way of feeling loved. Yeah. And, but that's their way of showing love. So I just had to accept that. And he also shows love other, love other ways, but they definitely love to give gifts. And, and so do I. But for me, it's simple gifts that make people happy. And that's simple gifts that make me happy. I don't need all the grandiose money spending stuff, you know? So. But it is kind of fun. It is fun. <laughs> yeah. And Bora Bora, I would not. Yeah, that would be awesome. When are you guys going? I'm not complaining at all. We are going in April. Oh, awesome. That's so cool. I'm excited yeah. for you guys. Let's do with you guys. We haven't talked in forever. We literally, so our last episode that came out, our first one of 2022 was actually recorded before Christmas. Therefore, we haven't spoken since Christmas. And I will just tell you, this Christmas was rough. You know that movie uh, or that that song that says, um, and our parents can't wait for us to go back to school. I can't even remember how it goes. Yeah. It's a Christmas song. I totally just botched it, but you know what I mean? When I was a kid, I used to think to myself, what does that even mean? What are they talking about? They parents can't wait for us to go back to school. I totally get it now. Christmas break was kind of horrible this year. And some of it stemmed from Paige's attitude because as we've, I've talked about on the podcast, she's just been in this, I don't know, season a long season of just defiance and anger and 
really needing structure and time outside to feel good about herself and to feel good in general. And she didn't get any of that because we weren't structured. There, there wasn't a structure necessarily to our holiday break. And it pretty much rained the entire time. So we couldn't even go outside. We didn't have much planned because everything that we had planned were, was canceled because of COVID. And we had, we had guests coming in town with kids and they were going to stay with us. And I was all excited. One of my best friends from college, they had to cancel. Everything that I even thought about doing that involved you know being indoors, I was afraid to do. So it was kind of torturous. Needless to say, we have already booked a getaway for next Christmas. Our plan is to right after Christmas, go to this, we got a house in Gatlinburg, which with a pool, a hot tub, a pool table, a, an air hockey table and a theater. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, we have got to do something next year. So I can't, I didn't want to think about this time next year for a year about how terrible it would be. So that's been done. I'm excited about that. And oh, have you guys seen Encanto yet? Yes. Oh my gosh. It is so good. I will tell you the first time I saw it, I wasn't like obsessed. Okay. It took, it, it took a couple times for me to really realize just how wonderful this movie is and how amazing the songs are, which, oh my gosh, they're just so good. And my, and our kids, they each have an Alexa now in their room and I can, at any given time, their door will be shut and they're just both jamming out to the Encanto soundtrack. It's been awesome. Uh, although I am getting a little sick of the songs at this point. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, they're both. Comp- I'm sorry, not both. Paige has completed her vaccines, which is a huge deal because she, as I've mentioned before, definitely has needle phobia, but she did so awesome. And I'm just so, so proud of her. And so that's great. And we're getting ready for Disney. It's we're I, I don't want to get too specific, but we're leaving soon. I'll just say that and excited, but also very nervous because we, we're spending a lot of money on this trip. And I just I have to stop being a pessimist, but I, my thought is we're going to get there, we're going to get COVID and we're going to be stuck in our hotel. Like that's just, but I have to stop going there. I don't know why I continue to do that, but I, fingers crossed. Yeah. I follow this, um, one of the all-inclusive resorts that Mark and I really like to go to in Cancun is called Excellence Playa Mejeres. And there's like this whole Facebook group for them. And of course we're on it. Like we just like to read what people write. And this couple posted on their honeymoon. They, they were like, quarantine in, in building one. <laughs> like, they get to stay for five extra days because they tested <laughs> positive. Mm. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound horrible, Gina. Like, there's worse things. I mean, <laughs> I know. Actually, that's what Nick said. He's like, well, I can work from anywhere. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but, you know, I work in food service and I would just feel so guilty if I missed yeah. another week at this point of not being able to help out in the operations. I, I would feel so guilty. I mean, I would almost want to just run a car and be like, see ya, Nick, you can have the kids or even take the kids with me. I don't even, uh, that sounds like torture, but where would I put them if I had to work? I don't even know. I'm not, I shouldn't go there. I'm done. It'll be great. All is good. Awesome. All right. So uh, before we begin, just a quick favor to ask, since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us and they really help us reach more people. So of course we'd appreciate it. All right. Now I said at the top of the podcast that uh, we've got some Q&A, but you know what? (laughs) We don't. So we're going to dive right into wellness goals because we've got a lot and this might take some time. So do you want to get started? Let's actually, here's what we'll do. Let's start with our wellness goals from last year and talk about how we did. And then we'll go into our new wellness goals. You want to start? Sure. Um, Okay. My 2021 wellness goals. Uh, number one was to continue some 
form or type of exercise during my workday. I have a very, very, very sedentary job. And I will say I have done a really good job. So I've got weights, like hand weights, uh, two, three, five, and eight pounders in my office. What, the story behind that is weird, but I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have the Peloton app so I can do, or YouTube, like you name it. Like I don't need whatever, just, a, you know, some type of a stretch or an arm workout, whatever. I can do that in my office. Um, but I would say up until like last week, I have been out walking and that's really turned into my like reading time as well. So I put out, I take my Kindle and I literally just walk during my lunch break. And depending on the day, some days it's a mile or maybe a little bit less. Some days it's three miles. Like it just kind of depends. Mm. Uh, so I've really, really enjoyed that. Um, should I just continue on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second goal was kind of a fun one to go to Florida and see one of my best friends who uh, is moving away or who moved away. Uh, but this time last year, he's been gone for just over a year. And we did. We went, I want to say it was February of last year. And that was just a lot of fun. So we checked mm-hmm. the box there. Uh, my third was to get to Chicago to see my family more. And I will say that's probably the goal that I did. The I didn't do as well as I would like to with. Um, and I would say. It was both my family and my best friend who who live there. It's just so hard. Like Chicago is 90 minutes from where we live, but I would say that's 90 minutes without traffic. So I would round up and say it's two hours each way. That's just a lot to do in a day. And it certainly would require a weekend day or a day off work. So that's a little prohibitive. Um, but that is something I'd like to kind of keep on my radar for sure in 2022. My fourth was to plan a fun outing with the kids kind of COVID pending, something like Paw Patrol Live or our first family vacation. And we didn't do super good with this. Um, <laughs> I mean, it COVID. It, yeah. That's your excuse. Yeah. We, right? Yeah. We did take them to Atlanta. So I, I would say they had their first plane flight. Uh, we learned about magical stairs, a.k.a. <laughs> escalators, because we live in small town Michigan and oh we don't have anywhere with an escalator. So that was like big, big news uh, to my five and seven year old. Uh, so I would say we didn't do a whole lot, but we would we checked the box. And then my fifth and final goal was to read 30 books. And in 2019, I read. Uh, is that right? Uh, yeah. 24 in 2020, I read like 38, 40, yeah, yeah. something a lot because of COVID. And mm-hmm. so my goal was 30 last year. And I wanted to include some historical fiction, not just like chick lit and easy stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I did do that. And yeah. Oh, my last goal was like just toying with the idea of the doctorate and all of that, but mm-hmm. or nursing school or I don't even know. But I have I have sidelined that thought completely. And I've decided mm-hmm. that I love what I do. And even if I had a doctorate in whatever, or I was a nurse, I would still want to work with diabetics. Yeah. So okay. I think I, I did pretty well. You were so like, you did yeah. read 30 books. I did. I okay. did. Yeah. That's impressive. I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think awesome. I read hmm, whatever Goodreads told me. I think maybe it was yeah. more. Maybe it was 36. Jeez. Yeah, I did pretty good. You have more downtime than me, clearly. Or you're better at using your downtime efficiently because, or you're a faster reader. It could be all three. Well, I probably don't sleep enough. Yeah, and I would say that, that is... walking at work is super. That's where I do the bulk of my reading. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I've, I do love the Kindle for that so I can walk and read because otherwise you're carrying around a clunky book. And I'm someone who can walk and read. Sounds like you can too. Everyone yeah. always says to me, how can you do that? I don't, I don't know. Some people really can't do that. And I don't understand that because I could probably run and read truthfully. I listen to books on tape a lot too when I'm walking, but the Kindle is another option, but I've been doing the books on tape recently. All right. So my wellness goals from last year was to read 15 books. And that, that was my goal for 2021. And I did actually achieve that. I want to say I read actually 18 books, but specifically I wanted to read Obama's A Promised Land, which I will tell you, I listened to that. I think if I would have read it, I would have fallen asleep <laughs> probably after one page each time. Book, reading books does actually make me very tired. I think that my eyes, actually my eye doctor has told me that my eye, I have something where he always says to me, do you get tired when you read? And I do. It what puts me to sleep. So I think for me, listening to that book was was definitely the best idea, but it was very, very good. Uh, I also wanted to read the book Body Kindness by Rebecca Scritchfield. She's a dietitian. It's not really a book per se. It's more like a workbook and a like a motivational workbook, I would say. I, I didn't love it. I would recommend it to people though if they're really looking for ways to improve on their wellness. I wasn't a huge fan for me personally. There were some good tidbits of information in there though. And then also I wanted to read This Naked Mind by Annie Grace, which is all about alcohol addiction, which I did not read, but I have started it for this year. Okay. Uh, I, oh, I also wanted to read the book Eight Dates, which we've been talking about for uh -huh. many years that you did with with Mark. We are only halfway into that and... Uh, yeah, haven't finished that quite yet. That actually leads me to another goal. I wanted to do two dates a month with Nick. I would say on average, we've been doing one. It's just been tough. Some de December, we did three. So maybe on average, we have done two. So some most months we're doing one. Some we do three, some we do two. But we're getting better, I will say. We actually went out last night, which was nice. Um, but we're continuing to work on that one. And I do want to finish that eight dates book. It's just awkward for me to bring that book when we're out and... I don't know. You're supposed to read it, read the chapter beforehand with your partner and then bring the questions with you when you go out to dinner or go out on your date, wherever you're doing. We're, we're better at sitting in bed and reading the book. We've been doing well with that generally. But then when we get to the actual activity, I just don't find myself bringing it with me. Yeah. Anyway, we'll finish it at some point. I also wanted to finish my intuitive eating certification, which I did very early last year. So that was nice. And also, oh, this is random. I didn't want to eat at my desk anymore. My goal was to, when I go out to lunch at work, bring my food back, either eat there at the operation, uh, just kind of mindfully without listening to anything, without reading anything and or bring it back, the food back to my office, but turn my computer off, maybe read a, a good book if I wanted to, not necessarily listening to a podcast, but reading a book or just mindfully enjoying the food without even paying attention to anything else. I will say I did pretty well with that. I would say probably once a week, I'm still finding myself looking at emails or doing something that doesn't involve me paying attention to my food, but I am more aware of the importance of mindful eating and I'm, I'm doing better with that. And then lastly, my goal for last year was to volunteer some way, somehow three times throughout the entire year and that was realistic for me. I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but that was a realistic goal for me. I We did volunteer once at the local Mid-Ohio Food Bank Garden, which is terrible. I feel terrible saying that I only volunteered once. But that being said, I got I got a volunteer. Um, I, 
got my first volunteer session on the calendar really early this year. So I would for sure get this, this goal achieved. And we actually just did Meals on Wheels yesterday. So that was January 8th. And I'm proud to say it was successful. It was three year or three hours of volunteering. It was long and tedious in our car driving around Columbus, but it was so much fun and so rewarding. And even at the end, this was so sweet. Paige said, thank you to me and to Nick. I'm not sure why, but I think she enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, she was just like, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. And it was very sweet. So we're planning on doing that a couple more times, if not more this year, because they are in desperate need of food delivery people uh, and volunteers to, to deliver food to those who either can't, you know, move, leave their house or for various reasons. So yeah. All right. What about your goals for 2022, Nicole? Oh, um, yeah, this one is kind of funny. I, you and I, Gina, I don't know how much we want to share on the show, but you've been toying with the idea of whether you have time to continue podcasting and mm-hmm. we're, we're busy people, right? Um, and one of my 2022 goals is to get a bit more intentional with my time for blogging and podcasting. So I tend to do that stuff in the evenings. Um, and that's just a little stressful. It, it's mm-hmm. it's not as enjoyable for me in the evenings. So I would like to spend, I think, two hours a week in the mornings working on my blog or the podcast. Mm-hmm. So kind of outside of my usual time. So that's in addition to. Um, I want to just really put some concentrated efforts around growing both platforms like blog and podcast. So I don't know what that means, like creativity wise, if it's doing more reels or being more vulnerable. Um, I don't know. Just I want to be intentional about that. So I am not a good exerciser in the morning. I've tried this goal. I'm, I can't do it. But maybe I could get up and work on content for yeah. the World Wide Web and the podcast world. So that's one of my goals. Two hours a week might be a lot, but we're, we're, that's my goal. We'll see. Um, I would also, we have a treadmill at home now. So I am working on getting my splits, my mile splits uh, down. And I've made really good progress in a very short period of time. I honestly, like for me, running has, I used to be a really, really good runner. And now I just run, just run. I don't really pay attention to my time. But if I just go out running, my miles fall somewhere between like 10 and 11 minutes a mile. Like that's a very comfortable pace for me. And I just want to work on getting a bit more speed and worry less about distance. So I've always kind of focused on time, but I just want to challenge myself to get a bit quicker. So I would like to get my splits under 930 for three miles. So Okay. What is a split? A mile. <laughs> one mile. Oh, okay. Mile splits. So yeah. like I want to do like a 5K at under 30, which okay. I know I can do. I know I can. Well, it's a little bit less than 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I just, just to consistently work on speed. Cause if I, if I just go on the treadmill now to it's, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I usually I'm doing a class, right? So it'll start with a warm up, and then, you know, there might, there's definitely some Hills involved. Like I'm not talking about all of those kind of factors. I'm just talking about run three miles, you know, what can my, what can my splits be? I know that's a silly goal, but just no, something that 
a, a new something wellness wise and cardio wise that I can work on. And then the other one, which is a bigger area of opportunity for me, is to do a 30 plus minute strength class or bike or treadmill like boot camp on the Peloton um, mm. app. So I, I'm really good about cardio, but I find myself being more consistent with strength and resistance, but I'll do like 10 minutes or maybe 15 committing to like a 30 minute strength is so daunting to me. I don't know why. Like it just sounds like a lot, but I want to do one 30 plus minute committed like resistance strength thing a week. And I know that's not, I know that's so reasonable, but that is something I don't enjoy. Um, But it's important for me. And then you and Nick have done better on dates. I would say Mark and I have like completely fallen out of dating. <laughs> we were that couple who historically has always gone on dates like weekly. And I don't know if it's COVID or the holidays or I don't even know. But like we have not gone anywhere in a long time. Just the two of us. So I want to get back to two dates a month. And then I think in order to keep pace with all of this stuff and organize, I'm going to return to bullet journaling uh, to monitor just like daily gratitudes and progress on my 2022 goals. Just it's something that I miss. Um, Mm -hmm. I schlep a ton of stuff to and from work every day, but I feel like I could schlep a journal too. That's doable. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's 2022. That's what I'm I'm looking forward to. What have you got on deck? Um, Okay. Mine are sort of an extension of my 2021 goals in in many ways. So I do want to continue with our my goal of two dates a month, which I like I said before, it's kind of been all over the place. And I think two dates a month is very realistic, especially because we both have the opportunity to go to lunch during work, which has been nice. And I consider that a date because that's alone time without the kids where we're, you know, just together talking, enjoying a good meal. So I'm going to continue with that. I want to make my reading goal again, 15, which I feel like is very realistic for me. If I do more, great. If not, I mean, I'm not, you know, completely clung to this idea of 15. I just really want to, I make this goal to just keep me reading really, because I can easily get into a reading rut. And it's just a good reminder, like Gina, you're trying to read 15, 15 books this year. You love to read. Let's find something that you love because I have this year actually quit reading more than I've ever quit reading before. I just have to be into it or I, or I'll just, it'll take me months to finish the book and what a waste. So on my list of books that I, specific books that I want to read this year, and I'll put links to these in the, in the show notes, The Mind of Girls by Michael Gurian, which is just about girls, which I don't know. We'll see how it's been recommended several times. So we'll check that one out. Again, I, I know I said last year, I wanted to read This Naked Mind by Annie Grace, all about alcohol addiction. I started reading that this year. So I know I'll get that finished uh, sometime this year. This Child of Mine by Ellen Satter, which is an old book, uh, but she has, you know, there's been new additions to it. So it's more current to the, you know, to now. And it's something very intuitive eating-ish. And honestly, I finished reading it already. And it was just, I can't believe I had never read this book. And I would recommend it to anyone and everyone who has a child at all in any age group, truthfully, but but specifically and most importantly, from newborn to maybe age seven. Uh, but it is just, or any dietitians out there, I would just recommend you read it now. It is remarkable. And I will, again, put the the link in the show notes for that. I read it on the Kindle 
although I'm considering just buying it because I would just mark every single page. I actually made a lot of notes uh, from all the good recommendations that she had in there. It was just really, really great. A good addition to the intuitive eating books. And then I also want to read a meditation book of some type. I actually did get one on Amazon recently that I've started 75. It's got 75 mindfulness exercises that you can work on daily. I'm not going to put the book in the show notes quite yet because I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. So if I read it and I love it, I will definitely bring that up and again and, and link that in our show notes. Another goal is to go to church church once a month, which you asked me last time what kind of church it is. I have no idea, but uh, <laughs> it's First Community for those in Columbus. And uh, it is a you know Christian-based church, but I'm not really quite sure what the denomination is. I just go for the message, truthfully. And they have really great activities for kids and parents and uh, families. They've got like a family camping excursion in the summer that I think we might sign up for, but I just really love it's not too far from our house. Are you guys all going or just you? Oh, I go with my mom. Okay. I'm trying to convince the kids to maybe come with me every once in a while, but that's hard when Nick stays home. And you know, it it really doesn't bother me that Nick doesn't want to go as long as he's open to me going and him taking the kids, you know, when I go and possibly getting involved in some activities that the church does throughout the year. And it seems like he is open to that. So that's good. Also to see a counsel, a marriage counselor once a month. And we have found that Terry Manrique, who we have been talking about on previous episodes, she was our sponsor for the last, I think, five episodes. She not only does parent counseling, but she also does marriage counseling. And we've had a marriage counselor in the past and we do it via Zoom. It's not really effective unless they come to your house, especially for us, because a lot of our issues have arisen from the way we parent and just having just dealing with being parents together that has been really kind of what's led us to some of our issues and and Terry can Terry has a good idea of that dynamic and when she comes in she can give us specific recommendations as she, in the moment as she sees us interact with our kids on how to work together better and that helps our relationship in so so many ways more than any marriage counselor over Zoom or in an office could do. So we're going to continue to see her once a month. Possibly complete my first, this was actually a goal from last year that I forgot to mention, complete my first step in the health coach certificate in the summer. I had to quit that. I took the, I started the first class last summer, but after everything that was going on, I did have to actually drop out of that, but I would like to do it again this summer if possible. Oh my gosh, I've got a few more. Jeez. Uh, I'd like to do a summer sport of some type, specifically pickleball or tennis. Yay. I, yeah, I know. I'm thinking pickleball though. It's faster pace. And I just really love pickleball, even though it's going to be me and a bunch of 60 year olds. <laughs> if you've ever seen the the pickleballers, it's generally the, the older crowd, but that's okay. I don't care. And then lastly, well, actually I've got two more. I'm making 2022 a damp year. I was considering making it a dry year, but I've actually changed the goal to making it a damp year. And what I mean by that is I'm no longer going to be drinking by myself, drinking when I when I cook or drinking just because. I am only drinking if there is a reason to drink or if others around me are drinking and that's just part of what's going on. So for example, we went to dinner the other night with my boss and her family. They don't drink. Nick doesn't drink. Even before, I still would have 
you know, ordered a beer or a glass of wine, but I thought to myself, what is the point? Why? No one's drinking. I'm fine not drinking. I'm not going to get a drink. And let me tell you, that was the first time I've gone to dinner without getting a drink in probably years. I can't define how many years, but it's been a long time. So I'm making this year a damp year. I am going to be more mindful of the drinks that I have and why I'm drinking. And this book, This Naked Mind, has really opened, opened me up to that. So yeah. And then lastly, this is so random, but Nick has decided that he wants to do the half marathon this year, which I, I can't help but laugh. He, I don't remember the last time he went running, but good for him. I mean, hey, and I thought, you know what, if he's going to do it, maybe I'll do it. You know, I'm, I've joined Orange Theory this year and I, there's a lot of running involved and I've been actually doing well and increasing my mile split time. No, I'm just kidding. We never run for straight for more than about five minutes. It's, it's very interval based, but it's a really good way to train is interval training yeah. on the treadmill. So I think if he could do it, I could do it. I don't know. I still, it's not necessarily a goal, a concrete goal, What month? but it's something that I'm considering. It's in May. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's not in May. It's in October. Okay. And it goes right next to my mom's house, which is kind of fun. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Mark did that half marathon when we lived there. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. How was it? Good. He's I a runner. Was... So yeah, he is. He, he's one of those people who can wake up and just go for a half marathon. Or at least he was. Now he's like old, an old man. He has multiple like issues right now between his shoulder and his back. He's got a knee thing. He's in physical therapy. Yeah, anyway, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, he he was maybe pre... I don't know. He could probably still run a half marathon. He says that it's mental. Like, yeah, it I mean, is to a certain extent. But you don't just... Not everybody can just go run 13 miles. Well, yeah. Most people can go run 13 miles. But if you haven't trained, like you're going to be hurting for days if not right. months you know it's yeah not smart yeah all right mom wins favorite new products um yeah i this is kind of random i'll link to the to the in the recipe that we tried in the show notes but it's taco stuffed avocados mm. and avocados were on sale recently for like 79 cents and they were huge and so good and this was a perfectly timed recipe uh, so you got to get like the big, good avocados. But yeah, I mean, it was just this really flavorful um, chicken taco stuffed into an avocado. And it had this really yummy mango. Uh, and, uh, what are those chilies in the in the little can? Ad adob adobo. Adobo. Chipotle's, okay. Chipotle's in adobo. Had this like, oh, they were just really, really good. Yeah. Yum. That sounds good. Do you what bake them you? after? No, no. So just like a room temperature avocado halved, you take the pit out and then you just okay. throw this mixture inside. But actually the chicken, you said poblano, the chicken mixture does have poblano in it. Okay. okay. So they're a little um, spicy, but they have this like sweet, spicy thing on top. Yeah. It, they were a little involved. Like you could make them sim more simple. Uh, so if you're looking at the recipe going, eh, that's a little too much, just scale up, scale back those kind of more exotica ingredients, as my mom would say. Uh, <laughs> and it would still be absolutely delicious. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. I made Brussels sprouts in the air fryer and it wasn't just Brussels sprouts, you know, put salt and pepper on it and they're done. It had a, a dressing that you toss them in afterwards. So you get the fresh Brussels sprouts, you cut them in half and you take the ends off. You, you know, cover them with oil and then a little bit of salt and pepper. You put them in the air fryer, you take them out. They're nice and crispy. And then you make this dressing. 
while they're in the air fryer. You make the dressing with uh, red wine vinegar, uh, lemon juice, and Dijon mustard, and toss the hot Brussels sprouts in this whipped up dressing. So good. Yeah. I mean, so good. And an easy side dish that you could bring to a, you know, a dinner party or put out at your dinner party or just to have, you know, after, after work or after school. I mean, they were just delicious. No more buying. I used to buy frozen and I still do this sometimes. A bag of frozen Brussels sprouts, put them in a pan and bake them because it's quick and easy and they're good. I love Brussels sprouts, but these were perfection. Even the kids tried them. <laughs> I won't say that they necessarily loved them, but you know, hey, they tried them and that's all I, that's all I ask. Um, but I don't force them to. I want to make note of that. I do not force. If they want to try them, great. If not, then that's fine too. All right. Coming up on January 23rd, we will be dishing about intermittent fasting. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, until next time, everyone, be well. And Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.